What's going on, Internet? Welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Nomicron. I believe this is episode five, uh, and I'm your host, Alex, a.k.a. Snurfin. Joining me today, as always, my lovely pantheon of homies, uh, to my virtual right, Ryan, a.k.a. Synthetic. What's up, man? How's it going, everybody? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. And then to my virtual left, my homie, my personal teddy bear, natural sugar, <laughs> <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> The Vonstrosity. What's up, buddy? Hey, nothing much. Oh, good, good. Uh, on today's docket, as per usual, we're going to definitely talk about What If Episode 7. Yeah, 7. Party Thor. Fucking loved it. It was awesome. Uh, we might touch uh, a little bit on the Halo Infinite flight that's been going on a little bit here. Super Mario is getting another movie. Sounds awesome. Uh, and then who knows where we may go with this. This could go just about anywhere. But uh, yeah, let's just jump right in because fuck it. What if, episode seven, what if Thor was an only child? Fucking awesome episode. Yeah, they definitely had fun with this one. Oh, oh I yeah. think, yeah, I think they, uh, th- this was the episode to have fun on. Like, yeah, out of all of the other episodes, and Ryan, you made a point the other day when we were talking about it at work, um, you were saying that it felt very cartoony, very, like you were watching a Looney Tunes episode. Yeah, definitely. And that first bit, especially when we're watching... Uh, like kind of jumping ahead a little bit past the beginning of the episode. But once we start to get into the action, um, just the scenes of them punching each other around the planet and yeah. having these big like overview titles of where they're landing in different continents and stuff. And yeah. just the, the very like cartoony effects um, that they had on the characters in their hits and stuff like that. It, I was a little hesitant. I thought it was a little corny watching it the first time. Um, after having watched the whole episode, I feel like it really did fit and it played its role well, but it did seem out of place for about the first half of the episode. But what do you guys think though? Yeah. Ollie, what are you, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, I, I agree. The first half of the episode was super cartoony. It just felt outlandish and over the top, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, once you got shield involved and knocking on the door, then I felt like the episode started to pick up a lot and made a lot of sense. And not to mention, by the end of the episode, I was just like, okay, like, I want more of this. Oh, hands down. Yeah, I thought, uh, yeah, hearkening back to that that cartoon feel. Like I said, I, I really feel like both the animators and the writers just fucking had a blast making this you can you can feel it you can see it the whole vibe of this episode was just fun and funny and it was kind of along the lines of that kind of that same kind of humor we got from thor ragnarok definitely yeah yeah and i don't don't know if you guys yeah and like if you guys if you guys caught all the characters and and villains that showed up just to party uh, with them right if everybody from everywhere yeah like i two notable ones that i saw was scar and sarder um uh, Scar was didn't have a line. I thought he was going to have a line. I'm pretty sure that's what his name is, right? The you character mean, that oh from Reg- oh Scourge from Ragnarok. Scourge, that's it. Yeah, Scourge. Scourge. Sorry, oh, yeah, 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 you're yeah. pretty much close on that one. I'm, I'll yeah. give it to you. I knew it was a scu- something. <laughs> had to be scald, right? But yeah, uh, he beams no, in Scar. and what does Thor fucking hugs him with? Like thunder hug or something? Yeah, yeah, something like <laughs> yeah. that. And he and he just like leads him off to the party, and with then a, later on with the magic beer, yeah. Yeah, and then later on with the uh, Statue of Liberty, Sardar. Oh my god, yes. I'm getting that name right too, right? <laughs> that one is, yeah, you can pronounce yeah. that however which way you like. Sardar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like hitting on the Statue of Liberty and melts it. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. The, there were so many cameos in this, though. You had the Grandmaster and Topaz. 
Um, the Valkyrie was in it for like a split second. All the scroll. Oh. Yeah, I was it was for the Valkyrie. Where? What scene? Um, it was a quick flash of. I think she was standing with Korg, like in oh, front of oh, a bar. Oh yeah, you're right. Like no, it, they it were was... they were they were throwing dice like gambling. Yeah. Oh right, and then Nebula was there as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rocket you're right. Raccoon. Okay. Like they they threw like I didn't yeah. expect to see so many. Oh, I love different I things, love... right? Yeah, I love that part when uh, Thor wakes up and he sees Rocket Raccoon in the sink, and he's just like, "Look at this rabbit! This is such a cute rabbit!" Yeah, like, <laughs> like the same way he treats him in in uh, End uh, Game, and yeah, Infinity yeah. War. That's it. <laughs> uh, very, that uh, very Hangover vibes on that one. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh man, such a good episode, though, and yeah. I, I like that. Like we, we've discussed this before in previous episodes of how even though it's a what if episode and it's a completely different universe, there are still things that that work out almost the same. Like him and Jane, yeah. Like the fact yeah. that they still they still pretty much fall in love. I thought that was yeah. that was still and, pretty cute. And and I'm pretty sure didn't doesn't the intro say something about one moment changing can change the course of history or whatever? Yeah. And so so it, it's it's it really should be the same. Like a lot of those those things are same for that reason because it's just one one little difference but yeah like it's it's a constant is how i describe it you know to be honest though i really thought and i don't know where the thought came from but when captain marvel shows up and they start fighting i thought for sure they were going to go from fighting to falling for each other because they're two oh. significant beings i wasn't thinking that no, and I'm okay. It's okay that no one else shares that thought. But I thought almost for a split second, I'm like, they're gonna go from fighting to fucking. You just watch. <laughs> See, I was just hoping that they would get to the point where they were going all out with the fight. I, well, they almost did. Yeah, they, well, yeah, they almost kinda, did. Yeah, kinda, but then it got cut a little short. And uh, like, what we got was still fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong, but I would have loved to see like a darker Thor out of uh, this story and just like how he doesn't have a regard for what he's doing. Like we saw in this episode where the last planet um, he spent his time partying on literally imploded in itself after the fact. Yeah. Well, it was more like a meteor. Or, yeah. yeah. And it was on, they just kind of helped it along. It was right. quote unquote on. Don't fire worry, the goat, the goat made it home yeah. eventually. Yeah. The goat. Uh, <laughs> what was the goat's name again? I don't know. I want to say I want. I want to say Gary, but that's just me being a little. No, I, I think you're right, Gary the goat, something like that. Yeah, that I mean sounds it, right. it sounds it sounds great, but I'm. I, yeah, I mean I'll I run could, with I it. Could be, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> could be. Yeah, off and on that one. and close to what Ryan said when they were starting that fight scene, I was kind of expecting it actually to go all like one punch man for a second there because I I, I don't know who who would you guys pit um, Captain Marvel. Uh, and Thor, who would you who would you pick as as the winner? Because I would say that it's Captain Marvel all the way. Yeah, you would. Um, but <laughs> I don't know, real. man. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends. Like, you're probably right for their how they are in the MCU. Like, Captain Marvel mm-hmm. would probably beat Thor how he currently is. After the next Thor movie, I don't think so, though. I think Thor is probably after Thor: Love and Thunder is probably going to be the strongest MCU hero. Oh, yeah, like Odin status? Yeah, if not higher than that. I was going to say, yeah, because like in the comics, isn't it uh, Elder Thor or Elder? There's a lot of different uh, versions of Thor that are super strong. And the one that uh, seems like they're building to like, I think uh, one called Rune King Thor, 
is the one Ooh. that they're building to in the uh, MCU currently, and he's just ridiculously powerful. Wow. Well, I mean, after the events of Ragnarok, I think he kind of, once he actually found himself, because leading up to that, he was always convinced that his power came from the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that wasn't the case. And I think once he found himself, he became a pretty powerful fucking being. Uh, and, and being the one to really take on Thanos, where whereas others couldn't. Even the Hulk couldn't even fucking stand toe-to-toe with him, which surprised me beyond anything else, because I thought if anyone could go toe-to-toe, it would be Hulk. Right. But I mean, when, and when, so when, when was what that? I say what I say because specifically because of the one scene that we saw in Endgame where Captain Marvel goes and takes the gauntlet from uh, or goes to try and take the gauntlet from Thanos and she's essentially beating him with all the infinity stones until he starts uh, using a couple of them. Right. And uh, I think that that alone just puts her like it's a feat that puts her above what we've seen Thor do in the MCU. But uh, as far as I know, her power doesn't really scale too much further upwards from this point. So, like she's she sort of plateaus as far as I know. Right. I mean, I'm sure there are comic stories where she gets much stronger, but I don't know if they're going to go with those in the MCU here just because she seems to be one of the characters that doesn't have as much of an impact. Yeah. Is, is well, that why they're introducing two more into the sequel? Could be. I I don't know. I mean, we're gonna have to see what they're doing with these uh, with the future of the MCU movies before we can really theorize on that. But uh, no, Alex fair. and I had been talking about just. I think we actually talked about this on the last episode. Um, some of the uh, like leaks from Thor: Love and Thunder and how Christian Bale has been cast as uh, oh Gore yeah. I think that was like two episodes ago, but yeah. I'm not certain yeah. we actually discussed it on the no, show. I think we discussed it at work, or it's possible we discussed it in a preamble or a post-show. <laughs> it all feels <laughs> like show at this point. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because I remember having to look up who the fuck Gore the God Butcher was. I don't know. I had, uh, oh, I had, right. Yeah, I, I, I remember no when we were doing that. That, that's when we, we found out that uh, he's carrying <clears throat> the uh, like symbiote's God Sword. Right. Why don't we table this for 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, finish, finish up this episode. I, I want to come back to this because, yeah, there's, there's a lot of theory craft to come this way. Um, I absolutely loved Loki's part in this. Me too. Yeah. I died when he came on scene, and he's in his full fucking frost giant glory. Spectral ice good horns and all. Yeah, like, it, it, it was pretty awesome. And, like, the dynamic between the two. Like, I wish they had that dynamic currently in the MCU. Well, who's yeah. to say? Who's to say it can't happen? You're you yeah. are absolutely correct. You are mm-hmm. so on the money. It's not funny um, because that could very well work out that way, especially with the events of uh, of Loki. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like that whole that whole they were bros. They were like proper bros, and that's what I think I like the most about this episode is their interaction. Oh, knowing yeah, knowing where they came from to to this this point of of existence now, right? Yeah, so is it our first interaction there where it's like the the scene right out of Predator uh where they just like the both like massive arms just grab hands like <laughs> you got to love that. Yeah, and, anyway, and I mean, sorry to cut you off there. No, that's all right. Can't it be said that only child Thor is actually a hero because he united so many evils and brought peace because everyone just parties on planets that are going to die anyways? Hmm. That could be an argument. I, although, like, I wonder how much the Frost Giants, like, 
change had to do with Odin giving Loki back and like a gesture of goodwill, right? I think like, that's I wonder, definitely I wonder if he has. But then again, like the the frost giant king who was Loki's father, right? He uh, he yeah. was still alive by the time that happened, and they're like mortal enemies. So who knows? It could honestly just be Loki and Thor friends, and it doesn't extend past that. Mm, okay. Well, yeah. Who knows? Odin. Odin was in the Odin sleep. So yeah. <laughs> and and Frigga fucks off to go hang and drink with her sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting that kind of behavior. Like, as soon as she's seen that Odin was out, she's like, okay, let's go. And I'm like, whoa, yep. whoa, hold on. <laughs> there was so much, like, especially in the MCU, uh, before her untimely death pour went out, Frigga, um, <clears throat> fan of the show, uh, <laughs> she was always this, like, poised, not, professional's not the word I want to use, but she was always regal. Yeah. And reserved. Mm. And you don't see that kind of playful side of her. And, and that, I, I thought that was, uh, was awesome. Because then you can kind of see where Thor gets it from. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think we saw interesting <laughs> sides of a lot of characters in the MCU in this one. Well, right. Everybody's all getting along, partying, drinking. Scrolls are there. Scrolls weren't even like on the radar at this point in time, I guess. Yeah. And it feels mm. like it, just to see all of these, because this, this is like what? Well, this is like Thor, the... Thor being an only child must have been a really early ramification because something changed the way that maybe even Captain Marvel played out. No, and that's a that's a good point, too. I wasn't I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, what was I? I totally lost my train of thought where I was going with that. <laughs> I blame you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then. Um... Sorry, folks, uh, wherever I was going with that ain't going to happen. <laughs> moving right along <laughs> yeah and then what, what are you guys' theories for the end of the episode well first off how funny was that when Frigg is on her way to earth and Thor's freaking out like a fucking 12 year old yeah <laughs> trying to scrub graffiti off uh, <laughs> off the wall he's like my, my mother's coming and she's angry and he's trying to get everybody in to, to help clean the planet <laughs> <laughs> and then she shows up and they're in like a classroom on, on a rooftop. Oh my god. And then of course Captain Marvel comes in clutch with that fucking with that uh, what was it like a tablet? Yeah. Yeah. Like you like, totally yeah, the archive notes you um you requested or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he almost had it. He almost got away until he called the hammer and it was all done up like Mardi Gras with graffiti and beads and underwear <laughs> and shit all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, do uh, do you yeah. guys know if that was Brie Larson uh, voicing Captain Marvel? Was not actually. Okay, no. I was gonna say it sounded a lot more lively There's than a... she has in any of the performances we've seen her do for the character so far. I, th I think it's probably just because some people's voices don't translate very well into voice acting, even though oh. like they're iconic as they are on screen. I, yeah, maybe just some people don't like. For me. Like, that was Chris Hemsworth, right? But to me, it didn't really sound like him. Yes, and you know, I yeah. had that problem I had that problem with the Doctor Strange episode, where it was Benedict Cumberbatch, but for me, it didn't sound like him, and it oh, threw really? me off. Yeah, I had... Uh, that one, had that one didn't do that to me, huh? But the Spider-Man one, definitely. Like, like in the in the Zombies episode? Sorry, that, which... Who sounded the, like what? That wasn't Tom Holland, was it? I think so. It, I'm not it sure, was, because it sounded nothing like him. No, you don't think so? Am I the no, only one? That... I don't. No. Yeah. See, it's weird. Really yeah, it's doing it to some, some of us. Some lady named Alexandra Daniels is who co uh, covered uh, Captain Marvel, and I'm okay. not sure okay. who she is. Um, and same with uh, 
with Frigga. Frigga was not um, whoever played her in the movies. It was another lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I forgot. Seth Green is Howard the Duck. Yeah, that one, that oh, one yeah. kind of threw me. <laughs> when I saw Seth Green's name pop up, I was like, who is he going to voice? How, you didn't catch that from Howard the Duck? It's, it's pretty much Seth Green being Seth Green. No, is, is that like a show? Howard the Duck? I Yeah, oh, I'm not man. really familiar oh, with that. That was like man. the original Marvel property. Like, that came out even before the Hulk movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of okay, that. So I just, I just Howard... don't know any, so, any media surrounding Okay, so Howard the Duck oh, has okay. been in the MCU once yeah, as... Uh, in the like, collector. Right, and then he was in a post credit scene as well. Yeah. Having drinks with... I can't remember who he was having drinks with, but yeah. Howard the Duck is, is an old Marvel uh, IP. I don't know when... When it came out, uh, I might actually look that up while I'm talking about it. But there was a there was a movie from the '80s um, called Howard the Duck, and it was about well Howard the Duck who gets uh, transported to our world because he's from like another dimension where people where there's duck people, right? And he's, he's like pulled away from. Um, I'm not certain. Uh, maybe he is. I think he is. He's like he's a superhero. Okay. Like, well, I guess he's a hero of some kind. Yeah, I don't think he has any powers. No, no, I don't. He's think just so. a. He's just a duck with sass. Yeah. Um, Much. <laughs> so how yeah, good more, was that movie? More or less. Oh, horrible. Because it was a <laughs> movie from the fucking, from the fucking 80s. And, yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, it's worth, <laughs> it's worth at least one watch. Because it is a piece of uh, <laughs> pop culture. But, like, don't expect greatness from it. <laughs> it's a, it really, truly is a weird movie. Uh, and there's a scene where him and, like, the other main main character this lady uh it gets oddly sexual real quick um <laughs> which yeah <laughs> um it's not like they were going to bang it was just i think she was just trying to make him blush or make him get flustered and she got a little suggestive okay so uh, before which... you for like contact so i can kind of piece this together uh scene by scene in my head is he like a marionette duck in the movie or is he like a an actor in a costume he's definitely an actor in a costume okay okay yeah, he's uh, <laughs> probably played by uh, a variation of little people and uh, maybe camera tricks as well. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely a costume. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ollie Howard the Duck. He is an old an old Marvel IP. And the thing is, I didn't even know he was actually part of Marvel until the MCU. I just grew up thinking there was a weird movie about a duck man who travels to our to our realm. <laughs> oh, imagine growing up having known that. <laughs> right. Um, man, we got off on a little little tangent here. I don't remember where we were at. We were just I, talking. I about think I was. We were seeing introduced in this episode. What? If. Ah, right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's the uh, it's the weed, which we should talk about soon. Yeah. Um, we, we will forget. I mean, well, we're stoners. Of course, we're gonna forget. <laughs> uh, it, it's been it. we're we're on episode five, and we're only just now talking about weed. And it's it, like I was saying <laughs> earlier, it is it is long the overdue. It is the centerpiece of our logo, and it's in our name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh no, let's 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 really touch on the ending of this episode, the 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 vision, the Ultron vision mashup thing that happened with all of the stones. And not to mention the watcher was caught way off guard. He had no idea it was coming. Yeah. Do you guys think that, yeah. that was like that was like perfect form Ultron? Like what he we were uh what he was trying to do in uh uh Age of Ultron, where he was like trying to put himself in Vision's body, but <clears throat> You think he just decided to encase himself in the Ultron like armor, basically after? I, I think so. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, if you want to add, no, no. If you want to add more to that, go ahead. 
No, no, no. I, I, I just think like that. That was exactly my thought as well. Like, like I think that's kind of sick that he used Ultron as like an exoskeleton armor. Um, so I forget what Ultron's motivations were from for being in a, a synth. I, I guess Vision just in and of itself is like he can fly and he can phase through objects and whatnot. So obviously he'd want to be in this better body. So obviously he succeeded at that. But what I'm yeah. curious about is who made him in this in this world where Thor is an only child. Well, right, because Party Thor takes place around the same time as the it's the first Thor movie. Right. Because it opens yes. it opens yeah. the same way with Darcy and, and, and Jane in the fucking van. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um so like we the the events of, of Age of Ultron happen so much later, like almost a decade later. Mm-hmm. Not decade, like six, seven years, five, seven, five. Let's say five to seven years, because my timeline's not all not all perfect. Um, so it's strange to see because I don't know if that technology was available yet. Because it was that um, she, was she the South Korean doctor um, I don't from from Age of Ultron? She's the there she she's the one that that is the head of that program. She stitches or not stitches. She puts uh, Barton back together because he gets shot by the tank in the beginning. Oh. I can't she's remember like, that far. You back. don't remember that where he's he's no. like laying laying in that machine, getting his wound all fucking patched up. Oh, I completely she, forgot about that. Wow. Right, and it's the doctor. She, uh, was it Stark asks her if she's going to come to the party tonight, and she's wasn't really interested. And then like she's like, "Is Thor going to be there?" Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah that one. Yeah, she's the okay. one that was hard ahead of that program, and that's where that's where that part uh, took place in Age of Ultron. Like when when Ultron goes to that that laboratory Ooh, and they okay, do like, I see the, where the highway at. scene shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're getting at. Okay. But that's that's years later. So like how long? And I'm pretty certain when they talk about it, they made it seem like it was just developed mm. that tech. So who knows? But I mean, like this is another universe right so maybe all that stuff happened years prior like yeah yeah it's possible Honestly, that those advancements were already made also just be because he has all the infinity stones he came from a different universe or a different timeline and that's oh, why the guard by all of that oh shit I th- yeah okay i could totally could see call that on that one yeah wow uh, maybe so, i mean maybe oh, so okay so what you're suggesting is that he comes from a universe in the future yeah, so let's just yes. say for where we, we go back to the last episode where we had Tony and um, Killmong working together. Yeah. Say they got where Tony created the... Uh, Ooh, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your mic's getting all, yeah. all petty in and out either. I want, you, I want you to be able to make your point. I'm going to plug my mic for a second. Yeah, cool, cool. Ollie and I can take over. Sure. Yeah, so the, the end of... Like, now that we're getting into the discussion, <clears throat> it's making me start to realize just how many... Um, changes can happen with the, just these one choices like thor being an only child obviously changed so much or this theory that ryan's talking about um where ultron is from a different uh universe and comes to crash the party right or my where thought he's successful in uploading his consciousness into the body yeah or my thought is um hey what's a better way to to trap millions and billions of people is in a world where they think the reality is that it's one big party. So maybe he's using the reality stone. I don't know. That was just my thought. That's also some deep shit too. That that's I uh, know. What if it's yeah, even just... like the, the zombie episode though, where we saw all the infinity stones throughout that episode and Ultron would have easily been immune to this virus and he could have just gone in, taken Vision's body, or I guess Vision's body was 
probably gone in that episode, right? Because he blew himself up. I don't know if he blew up. He just removed the stone and became, I think he just became a lifeless corpse like he did yeah. in the Infinity yeah. War. I suppose, yeah, but it's saying. entirely well, possible. Like he just like collected the stones from that timeline and then moved on. Well, well, what if the stones and somebody collecting them and arriving to Earth is a constant in the multiverse? It's something that always happens. And Ooh. in this case, it's just Ultron that happened to do it. So you what see, if Thanos... you see, Ali, this is why I have you on the show, like I said last <laughs> time. You come up with such great ideas. Keep going. So, man. Seriously. So, so what if Thanos was the one one condition in which somebody bringing the stones was the only way that you could <clears throat> beat it and get past that point in the time stream? And now that Ultron has it, it's a totally different threat entirely. Because how do you beat something that's a supercomputer and can think like that, I just snap my fingers. Um, it, that has all the stones. Like, like that's that to me is seems implausible. Holy now, shit! What would, that's actually a good yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, what would be what would be the purpose of Ultron seeking out the stones? Well, wouldn't it be the same thing as like his end goal of uh, the movie anyway? Was like assimilation and security. And so, what is going to do that with? Well, he was the trying entire to wipe universe? out the human race. Right? The human race, yes, but yeah. would he be doing that across the universe? Does he feel the same uh, Who about knows? other? Honestly, other I species? could see that, like broadening his horizons based on like what he has access to now with all the Infinity Stones. Possible, yeah. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe he's just walking up there to be all like, yeah, you know what? Having all these stones, I realize that this is all futile, and I'm just going to leave the planet and go and do my own fucking thing. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just, I, that's what I'm hung up on. I'm hung up on the motivation behind the stones. And Ryan, weren't we saying, or weren't we talking about this the other day, that there are actual comic runs where he does get the stones? Yeah, and there's or, a lot of, like, Ultron from Age of Ultron was very, very different from uh, basically any of the comic runs that he's been in. He's a, a far more threatening villain, for sure. And yeah. he's actually able to act on a lot of um, the things that he talked about in age of Ultron, he actually does a lot of them. And there's, I believe one arc where he actually wins and kills like all of the, uh, heroes in the Marvel universe. So that's crazy. I just, I just, I wish that they would just stop giving us this garbage. If you're not going to continue the episode, (laughs) why are you leaving it on a cliffhanger? This is like the fifth one in a row. And, (laughs) and, and the thing is, is I totally didn't even expect that kind of an ending. Like, just the way the episode was going, I thought it was going to end, like, Jane Happily Foster. ever after. Yeah, Jane Foster's like, oh, yeah, you still want to hang out? Yeah, let's go on that date and see all those unicorns. And then they just open with Ultron at the end there, and, and I'm just left with, like, blue balls. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, yeah, so... I was half expecting uh, the end to just literally be a scene of uh, Nick Fury in his hospital bed after getting bodied by Korg. Um, <laughs> just, just saying something just like i don't know having some remark about the characters or something like that yeah maybe sprinkle in a motherfucker yeah, yeah. just like cut well, it i right mean he kind of did when korg hit him and he was flying over the yeah thing in the water. <laughs> Mother yeah <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that scene thanks for reminding uh, me that was yeah. great fucking sam jackson what a treasure truly um yeah i don't really know i i mean i have two thoughts and I think we were discussing this earlier. Um, 
and I'm kind of along the lines of there, there are, I feel like there are two possible ways. What if currently in its state can go, they're either going to do one half of the season opening these tales and the second half of the season closing them up, or they're going to use the first season to tell a whole bunch of stories and then come back to them in the next season. I want to say they'll do the latter, the latter, right? Like they'll, yeah. they'll come back next season to do it. That's just the vibe that I get. But I, I see where you're coming from. Like we really don't know. And wait, remind me, how many more episodes are there? I think um, there's only twelve isn't there. So like we're already halfway through this uh, first season. Oh yeah, okay. Because well, for sure, around the time that we did uh, last week's podcast. So yeah, that would have gone hand 18. in hand. With six. There will be oh, eighteen. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. That's what according to IMDb, there will be eighteen. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe they will get around to it then and I'm talking out of my ass. Yeah, who knows? We'll have to wait and see until like I guess episode ten. We'll see if uh, they decided to make a continuation. Well, that's a lot of commitment. Like damn. That's that's really cool. So this is episode seven and eighteen, which if they if they are gonna do all this in the season, by episode nine we'll wrap up the yeah, stories yeah. and then come episode ten to eighteen we should well, have conclusions. Or yeah, could have least... conclusions. I mean, at least for the potential, because how many episodes have actually ended in a way that seemed like they would have continuations? I, I, I think just well, the last three. Well, I mean, I, I would like to almost think all of them. Uh, Captain Carter ends with her coming back around the same time Loki emerged from the Tesseract in the first episode. Oh, yeah, good point. I want to know yeah, what happened in that The only one that didn't really have a, any way to continue was probably the, I think it was episode two where all the Avengers got killed by... Three. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Episode three, and, and he's technically done to, that two episodes yeah, because I'll I mean, have to... he started the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess good, good call. No, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one, Ryan. I actually that makes sense because as much as it ended in a what the fuck moment, it didn't end in a cliffhanger. Like all the events yeah, were yeah. gone, so like who's gonna who's really going to oppose Loki? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It all really wrapped itself up pretty well. But even like even the zombie one, we saw most of the characters go down. But there's still a small cast of uh, heroes that it could follow. That's true. Well, right. And I guess the, another episode we couldn't expect more from was the Doctor Strange episode. That was kind of... Right. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. Um, and, and, I, and I get this from uh, the fine folks over at New Rockstars on YouTube. They're fans of the show. Um, <laughs> on one of their breakdowns, they were talking about, the, in, in recent trailers for the show, there is like an almost Avengers moment where all of these characters are coming together for something. And Mm -hmm. it is also quite possible based on that theory that all of these incidences in what if yes, are taking place in a different universe as opposed to the MCU. But what if they're all taking place in the same universe, the same place? I think uh, that was something in all the project as well. Well, I mean, it may not take here's the thing though when you when you look at episodes like episode three where everybody dies um it kind of takes away and counteracts that possible theory you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure but (laughs) i I think in that situation we can consider those universes to be relatively dead in terms of like character presence so i would say that you're I, i think that you're right and i agree with you that the majority of the episodes are probably uh, like relatively related to each other, at least within the same universe or timeline. But then there are a couple that um, obviously have to stand out, like when all the Avengers died, and the zombie one would have to be on its own because of the the scale of the invasion, whatever. Well, right. Yeah. God damn! What a good show. 
I know. Uh, I, you know, it's incredible that we're going to do 18 episodes of this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, if I mean, the, we're not going to run out of... At the very least, we will have 18 Nerdy Nomicron episodes just because what <laughs> <Yeah. one> if. <laughs> um, it's definitely something something to look forward to. Um, and then what's the next show after What If? Man, I don't think I don't we know. get anything for a while after, like for shows anyway. We got a bunch of movies. Okay, and... I don't think any shows until maybe next, like, I don't know, April-ish season. Well, when's, when's the Book it... of Boba? December. December. Okay, so we get that in December. That's 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 something. And, w- and when is Hawkeye? Yeah. Doesn't have that? Doesn't that have a Christmas also theme? December. Yes, mm. also December, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow, nice. Um, We're being going... spoiled. Taking a, a quick step back, I was incorrect. Um, it was starting to bother me, so I had to look it up. It was not Tom Holland that played Peter Parker. Yeah, I looked it up too. It was like yeah. something Hudson, Hudson Thames. Yeah, I don't know who he is, but man, did he do a great fucking Peter Parker, Tom Holland? Like I thought it was Tom yeah. Holland. Um, I honestly, I, so I didn't even, I didn't even question it. The difference in the voice, like it was very subtle. For me, it was quite obvious, like clear as day. Like his voice was louder; it was faster. Well, excuse me for know. having fucking Mister Super superhero ears over there. That's your superpower. <laughs> I could tell the Ew. difference between voices. Ah, uh, no thanks. <laughs> well, hey, the worst man. one. You don't get. You don't get. That's like a monkey powers. paw. But powers choose the good you. Part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Who knows where this is going? Um, but I am. De- I definitely am eagerly awaiting episode eight. I feel like it's uh, they've been yeah, they've, they've been ramping up. That's just how I'm getting through my weeks. Honestly, just <laughs> waiting for next Wednesday and waiting for the next what if episode. <laughs> oh, man. that's fair. I wish that they were doing like, Star Missions on weekly releases as well, but I don't know if it would work the same because the, those episodes are all different lengths, like by quite a bit as well. Yeah, um, uh, we will definitely get to that in a second. Um, as as previously mentioned earlier, no one's talking about Chronic, and we should be talking about a little bit of Chronic here. Absolutely, it's yeah, it's a good point. And see, we're we're probably I'm going to assume we're all high. I know I am. I know all of you. I, I am, yeah. Ryan. I just assume <laughs> that whenever you're not at work, you're just high. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good assumption. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I did say, but it was a good couple hours ago. I just uh, I like to make sure that I'm like good for when we're going to record, so I don't want to be too yeah. hop- hopping on. But uh, oh, I did yeah. smoke. You... Oh. Sorry, you you don't you just don't want to be like me who has had like a month tolerance break and just took a puff an hour ago and still feeling pretty strong effects. <laughs> well, that's also yeah, just because you're a natural pussy. I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Thank you>. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I joke. I joke. Um. Yeah. What have you guys been smoking? Yeah, Ollie, you go ahead, man. What what have you been puffing on? You were saying you had uh, you were smoking some some vape stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I checked out a shop nearby and I picked up some picked up two things. I picked up uh, this vape cart that's uh, pre what what are we calling them disposables? Yep. Um, just the uh, trail mix day trip eclipse, I think it's called. Yeah, we got those oh, yeah. at work. Yeah, and it's just what, a uh, nice sativa. Sorry, uh, not not that anybody listening really cares, but what did you, what would they charge for that? What are you paying for that? Ooh, I think it was like twenty five bucks. I can't remember. Get the fuck out, twenty five no bucks. Yeah, it wasn't that expensive. Yeah, Wait, did you go to did you go to a value buds? Not a sponsor. Did you? No, did you go to... no, it was like a it was like a private shop here, like their own. Thing. Nice. Yeah, they're charging like, uh, and I will not name drop our company for a professional reason. Um, mm. we're charging like thirty like thirty one ninety nine for it. That's, yeah. that's insane. Whoa. 
Yeah, and um, I thought I I thought that maybe I mean being a point four instead of a a point like point two fucking point two seven like some of them are. Um, I thought that was a decent price point, but if you're getting it for twenty five bucks, man, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I better try that. And then the other thing I picked up is just these thirty pack of CBD soft shoes, which I also pack? don't think was. I was gonna yeah, say, did you just pack. say thirty pack? Yeah, thirty pack. I know. Where the fuck I are you had, getting that? It's called Dynathrive. Um. I I have oh, not. I have seen that on on the order sheet. I just uh, I didn't think that was something I should bring in. What a what a yeah. They're, they're good. They're, yeah, they're like pomegranate flavor, and they're just like they're kind of like the shape of fuzzy peaches, but um, they're like not uh, sugared gummy, but um, <laughs> they're they're pretty tasty. And like I'm just munching on these every now and then. And I'm already going to have to that buy bag, another bag. Bag's, I was going to say, that bag's almost gone, isn't it? Oh, I know. It's a treat bag is what it is. <laughs> but it's good for What's me because it's got also? CBD in it. Yeah. It calms me down. <laughs> basically vitamin gummies. Yeah, basically. But, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, well, yeah. what are they per gummy? What are they? Um, They're 10 milligram per gummy. Get the fuck yeah. out. 10 milligram. Yeah, they're 10 and milligram you, per gummy. What'd that Just cost? Me, I, I think it was about 35 bucks, but you oh, know what? Oh, fuck me. 35 bucks. Yeah. Which means we'll charge probably about fifty. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they also had like a if you if you made like an like an email subscription with them, they also gave me five percent off, so that could have influenced it some. But but yeah, Guys, like I thought it was you didn't pay you didn't pay tax, Ollie. That's that's what five yeah, percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still, still still counts for something. Still, yeah, no, still that's that's impressive. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? Good. I kind of want to. I kind of want to bring those in because we always have people coming in should. looking for for CBD gummies and something yeah. larger than a pack of four. Oh, I know. Yeah, because like, what was the biggest pack? It was ten, and it was those like uh, Listerine strip thingies, wasn't it? Oh yeah, the or those came in. Yeah, nope, yeah, packs of ten. I mean, you know, I managed to find a different company that makes them. Um, they're cherry flavored, so I don't. Ooh. Not a lot of people really like cherry. I don't mind cherry. Wife yeah, really does not it. like cherry. Um, it's like one of her. Fuck you flavors. I think she puts that on par with like, um, oh Christ, what's that Latin American herb they put in everything? Cilantro. Cilantro. Yeah. Yeah. I think she puts that on on the same pedestal as cilantro. She just does oh, wow. like that flavor. Huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, but they're like 10 bucks cheaper. Same strength, same everything, but they're $23 instead of $33. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sink tabs. I don't remember who makes them. Sundial, possibly. I have no idea. Yeah, haven't heard of them. I mean, they've been selling because they're cheap and they're like the same fucking thing, right? Mm. Oh yeah, Ryan, well, what I'll you, look out what for you them. Been, what you been smoking on? Um, well, today I uh, I was smoking some Dreamsicle from uh, Royal City. The uh, they oh, make people... right. They do have they do have other strains. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I wasn't expecting. <laughs> it was kind of like the other ones that I've had from them have been. Not the greatest bud quality, but this one was really nice. Two massive uh, nugs in there to make up the uh, 3.5, but really good quality. It's a nice, like, chill sativa. Yeah. Fucking A. Hell yeah. What about you? What do you have? Um, I picked up those uh, Kootenai fruit pre-rolls from General Admission. Oh, yeah? What do you think? Um, actually, I really like it. I was uh, I only, like, just recently hit the bowl. Like, I think when we were, like three quarters of the way through the the what if talk i uh, i was like oh, oh really so, wow i looked over yeah, you and have like, your oh, I, haven't even, I haven't even yeah i haven't even hit this yet and i took just one little tiny hoot off it um and it's actually pretty good it's semi-sweet on the exhale it's mostly it's kind of got like a sourish kind of flavor um but this high Ooh. is really nice they're, they're only like the package is 17.75 but i round up because marketing 
Um, like eighteen percent, but they're they're actually really quite nice. Um, and I haven't found. I know sometimes when I smoke, it's hard for me to keep up in conversation. Yeah. Um, and this stuff has, actually has me very well engaged. So I really really like it. And yeah, same uh, with my day trip Eclipse. I was pretty surprised. Some sativas tend to have an indica effect on me, but uh, this one's pretty all right. Yeah, if you ever notice, like, <laughs> for anyone listening, anybody who's ever noticed me kind of slow down a bit in our episodes, um, it's usually because I've smoked something that was perhaps a little too strong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm talking really fast comparatively, but no, I, probably in what? my head. I think you talk at a good pace. I think I'm the one who speaks super quick and, and for no no real reason. I know I can get up there. To, I can get into some... Just got to get the more... It's Vaughn speeds if I'm not careful, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I can, it is good stuff. I highly recommend if you can find it out there. Nice. Yeah, I like my sours. Has there, has there been anything else new that you guys have tried lately that I have not been made aware of? Uh, depends on what you're into. Um, yeah. If you're if you're looking for some drinks, uh, there's what? some new drinks like a colas, yeah, infused yeah, colas. Yeah. Um, there's a new one out called uh, Sweet Justice. Sweet Justice. Ooh. Um, yeah. It it legit tastes like top brand cola. Like it's it's kind of uh, Vic and I got a a uh, an uninfused sample a couple weeks back. Yeah. And uh, we split it, and it was it was fucking tasty. I was uh, I was quite impressed. Okay, that's one good. Out. By the uh, like four guys that left um, Coca Cola and then they made their own wee bread. I think I think that's the story. Actually, yes. Whoa. Yeah, these guys <laughs> um, they make a damn a damn good quality product. Like they're uh, they're pretty flavorful. I, I was impressed because any of the other un, even like uninfused drinks that, that I've sampled, some of them are just terrible. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> <what> I... <laughs> Like they're not really redeemable at all, so I'm I'm actually glad to hear that there's one that I can actually sip on. Yeah, this one. I mean, it's definitely best served cold. We had ours at yeah. about room temperature, and it was still great. Oh. Um, and I'm one of those weirdos who likes some of their cola at room temperature or just above room temperature or just below, I should say, where it's like cool but not warm. Coke Zero, not a sponsor. Yeah, Coke <laughs> Zero is one of those things that um, I don't know why, but I like it either super ice fucking cold or just below room temperature gotta be ice cold for me oh i don't get it i don't get it i'm a weirdo like that i need to feel that burn down my throat (laughs) (laughs) it you know what i remember being a kid and being kind of a a wuss about it and like would never drink pop too quick because of the 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 carbonation burn but as a, a seasoned adult it's so satisfying yeah you crush a can in like half a breath (laughs) <laughs> and you got that cold, cold, cooling, fucking little prickly in the back of the throat. It, it's super satisfying, especially yeah, when you're high. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> so that's a good combo right there. It is a damn good combo. We'll always be a good combo. Um. Oh, uh, just uh, I've got some stuff coming in Monday. Um. I don't know, Ollie. Have we ever talked about Moon Rocks? Uh, a little bit, I think. So Moon Rock itself, um, the actual thing is like a nug that's been dipped in fuck honey oil of some kind and then rolled in like keef and then it, like it hardens and then you you break it off and you break you bust that and you smoke that <laughs> you bust that yeah and like there there are many different ways you could make a moon rock that's just one way you can you can people like to roll it in uh in fine sift or uh even like a like a hash as well as keef and everything like there are so many different ways you can do it uh but the ones 
when I was working in the gray market were actually labeled moon rock and they're, they're an actual company and I'm pretty sure they're a Canadian company. Uh, and they make both the, uh, the bud form as well as these pre-rolls and these pre-rolls come in some seriously wicked flavors. They're like 0.5s or 0.6s. Um, and I think my, my favorite flavor to date is vanilla. It is like this thick, creamy, rich smoke that you get from it. And it doesn't matter if you, it, like on the first, first time you smoke it, or if you put it out and leave it for a week and come back to it and smoke it, you still get that same flavor. They are unreal. And those ones are made with like really good top quality, like triple to quadruple A bud. Uh, and then a good, uh, good top shelf hash as well as like a pho oil that's all strewn about and these things will get you fucking off planet these oh. things are unreal like i the first time i smoked one i think i only took like one or two hits off of it it hit me super fast super strong i had to put the damn thing out and i think it took me like a month to get through it i'll take care of those right you said we're so Monday? now okay so yes so we're from top leaf uh, they're they're called caviar caviar rolls or something caviar and they are exactly that just without the flavors because in our market we can't have flavored things because reasons stupid reasons um, yep. <laughs> policy and such health Canada being a dick shout mm -hmm. out to health Canada fan of the show <clears throat> in the same breath Alex I know. in the same breath I'm shameless <laughs> I don't care um, yeah we're getting these in um, so in the gray market. Moonrock uh, Rollies run about 20 bucks a pop. These are a pack of four for 45. I mean, or, fuck, no, honestly, right. I was totally willing to spend that for what you just described anyway. Well, I mean, if you, if you want to go halfsies on one on the first one, uh, oh, yeah. I'm down for that too. Oh, I would have loved to get in on this. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want, we could like wrap one up and send it in the mail or something. <laughs> I can't, well, I can't comment to what condition it'll be in when you well, get we'll it. We'll definitely... But... We'll definitely get around to it next time I'm in town. Sorry. Sorry, what? You say you were going to be back in October? Yep, October. Okay, might Near be well the end perhaps, there. Uh, by then, honestly. Yeah. It's possible. And even if not, like I'll continue to bring them in as, as often as possible. Oh, oh and yeah. even if I buy stuff, I'll just leave it with you guys. Yeah, and I mean, like, at the rate that I smoke nowadays, like, it's quite possible I'll just have one left over, you know? <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, man, I love cannabis. Fuck. <laughs> it's so exciting going from uh, maybe not so much you guys because you're a little bit younger so like you came in you came into the stuff a little bit later but i mean when i was when i was younger smoking pot like there wasn't all these options and if there were it was unbeknownst to me like we uh, there was there was no shatter there was no um resins rosins i think they, they might have been just on the cusp of of figuring that shit out but back when i was younger man it was just whole flour or hash Oh, and uh, sorry, there was honey oil and Phoenix tears, and I think hash oil was a thing too. But they were they were grody. They were gross. Oh, they were so disgusting. They were <laughs> they did not taste sounds like a all. sounds like a bleak time. Oh yeah, yes it was. <laughs> it was uh, yes it was. <laughs> and now seeing where the market is now, I mean there were edibles back then too. Don't get me wrong, but they probably tasted mostly of cannabis and sugar, um, and oh, probably horrible. And then, of course, people who do like home-baked brownies, not everybody knew how to properly cook with it. I knew somebody who once made a batch of cupcakes, and instead of making a butter with it or, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for, decarbing it by any stretch, she just ground it up and threw it into the batter and baked it. 
my which, god. Which would decarb, theoretically. And man, I did get fucking high, but all I could taste was plant matter <laughs> plant matter sort of sweet cupcake like i went back to the 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 frosting bowl and just like with a spoon and every every bite would apply new frosting because all i could taste was cannabis <laughs> and i don't know what it is with me but when i taste like that cannabis taste is very undesirable for me it actually activates my gag reflex yeah, oh, yeah. it's pretty oh yeah it gets it could get pretty fucking bad uh, there have been many times where I've almost chundied just fucking eating out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And I, I, you know, I have no problem admitting that on online for all three of our fans. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, but, like, they've, they've come a long way, man. Now we've got chocolates that just taste like chocolate that'll get you ripped. Like, those bang chocolates are so good. And I got new ones yeah. coming in from um, either um, Verse valence uh same company uh but they've got this this line called vacay and uh i've got some coming monday they've got what's called ice cream sandwich but it's just a cookies and cream bar um but unlike the bang chalk have you have you had them have you seen them the bang yeah 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 the bang chocolates yeah totally okay so like their cookies and cream bar if you if you flip the thing over like all the cookie bits are like kind of on the edges and not really in the center it's not dispersed all that well still tastes amazing uh but they're, it's not pretty well spursed. So the thing that Vacay does is they pulverize the cookie a lot more, not into a powder, but into more like a grit, like a sand. Okay. Okay. And it's so it's it and it's so that they can evenly distribute that flavor throughout the entire chocolate. They look like little. This is gonna sound weird, but they look like little tiny bars of soap, like they look like little tabs, <laughs> little. Like think think bar of soap, but like small but edible with with less curve. Nice. With less curve. Yeah. Soap what soap isn't edible. Well, I mean, you could eat soap if you'd like. I wouldn't suggest it. Ooh. This is news to me. You're going to get really sick. News. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan goes uh, goes snack shopping at Lush on his spare time. <laughs> oh, my God. Those are some expensive ones. You know, Shoppers Drug Mart is the, is the place to go. <laughs> Not if you, you want. Got- <laughs> that shit is fire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want good soap... Uh, like good soap, natural soap, like that cold cut, cold pressed, whatever soap. You got to go to a, a fancy place like Lush. Yeah, and I mean that stuff. That stuff does look good enough to eat. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, there, there were yeah. times where I'm I in mean, there shopping. It doesn't help when they're shaped like fruit too. But yeah. or cake, or pie, or <laughs> or, or have cake or pie in, in the name. Right, and then like they've got little grit pieces that are meant for exfoliating that look like candy. Yeah. I'm like, who Health are you tech. marketing this to? Tackling the wrong issues. What's that? Canada's really tackling the wrong issues here. Should not be Canada. <laughs> Go after the soaps, man. Go after the soaps. <laughs> Lush, your number's up, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I actually really like Lush. It's been a while since I've shopped there. I used to go and grab my wife uh, bath bombs all the time when I used to work in the gray market because I was making good coin. I was making cash. And so like every month or so, I'd go do this giant lush uh, shop. Uh, and I've never told her how much I used to spend, but it's going to come out now anyway and whatever doesn't matter. I'd spend <laughs> like 230 to 250 bucks on like nice soaps and products and mostly bath bombs though. Like I'd come home with these two giant bags filled with all of her favorites and some experimental oh, ones. Yeah, hey, I, hey, I would drop a fucking a serious dime on those just because I knew she liked it. Hey, it's me, your wife. 
Ass <laughs> <laughs> bomb me, please. Well, I mean, like, if you want, next time I see you when you're here in October, I can give you a little little care package if you like. Ooh, I mean, it's a you pretty, guys I uh, I tried or you heard anything that. about the CBD bath bombs or like the there's tea? You know, it's too, but I yeah. tried one. Did you really? Yeah, I tried one. It made me which, like, it which was, one? It was like a Shrek green color. I can't remember what brand it was, okay. but uh, it was all definitely, right. Definitely not one we carried at work. You would have got that elsewhere. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I got that elsewhere. Yeah. I can't remember what store. I think it was a can of Cabana. Nice. Was it like a? Was it like the eucalyptus one or? I can't remember, but I think it was a 50-50. Nice. Yeah, no, I was actually going to use this to segue into that, uh, onto the the brilliant innovations of cannabis, because I actually just got my wife one of the lavender bath bombs today. Oh, she's okay. Been, uh, her, she's been feeling kind of sore, so I was like, do you want a, a CBD-infused bath bomb? I'm like, I don't know if the science really checks out on it, but it could help. It won't hurt you. And she agreed because she loves bath bombs. Uh, not a... Huge fan of lavender, though, which I can understand because lavender can be like super overpowering for no real yeah, reason. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. Um, but I don't know if she's used it yet because I mean, I've only been home a couple hours. Um, not even, I don't, know. I don't even know what time we even started this, but like I was definitely home <laughs> for like a good 20 minutes before we did so. But uh, okay, yeah, we started this like an hour ago, which I'm in no rush yeah. to get this moving along, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't been upstairs, so she could have ran a bath by now. I don't know. But I'm sure she'll let me know how it uh, how it works out. Yeah, I, I can't tell what my experience, if if that I actually got a little bit high off of it because I was vaping at the same time. But, you know, I had a good time. It was a good yeah, bath bomb. Do you think that a THC bath bomb could get you high, though? Like, are we, are we actually I mean, absorbing that through the skin? Is that a thing? I mean, there are topicals that people say work, so I, I could see it. But I don't know if it's super diluted in water, if it would actually have that kind of an impact. I don't know. I don't I mean, really I think, think it would. It would have to be, right? Because it, it, you can't use a water base for stuff like edibles or oil-type products. You have to use an oil base so it can actually like hold on to something. Right. Yeah, that's true. Definitely something I should uh, look into. It'd be yeah, interesting think... to see if we could actually absorb THC or, or absorb enough THC through the skin to actually get high. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could come down to a numbers game, honestly. Yeah, like, I don't know. I would, I would think THC is kind of in the shape of cholesterol, and that's a pretty rigid structure, and it would need some fat to be dissolved in. So I don't know how that would get, really get through the skin realistically. But Ladies I mean, and gentlemen, I'm Dr. Sure Raleigh. Mr. Scientist. <laughs> but you are though. You're like you're like a medical scientist. You know things. You went to yeah. school for it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'd be talking about my ass about cannabis specific stuff because it's you just could. been so long since I've been out of it. But right. Uh but real quick though, I've got this rash below my waist. <laughs> I was wondering if you could take a look at it. Uh no. <laughs> tell me if it's normal. I mean, unless you want to pay me. <laughs> Like, pay me a doctor's wage and I'll look at it. Yeah, no, I don't even know what doctors <laughs> make. My health care is free. We live in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that would be an appropriate question to ask my mother-in-law. <laughs> How much do you get paid? <laughs> just, just curious, just curious. Ballpark it for me. Oh, uh, man. Any, any, any new innovative products that got you guys excited in terms of cannabis? Like, what are you, what are you guys really into? I mean, I, we're friends. Um, yeah. But we don't actually, I don't think we actually talk cannabis outside of work and don't really talk about likes and dislikes. I mean, when your whole life is cannabis, yeah, it's kind of, kind of hard to, to talk about that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of that, it's kind of like that old adage of being a kitchen worker. You don't want to come home and cook after you've cooked yeah. all day. Yeah. No, I feel that. 
but yeah, yeah. yeah. Not Ollie, not really you, not really so it? much a product for me, but I'm I would really like them to do something about I don't know having cannabis lounges or just more open spaces like that. Um because mm-hmm. I think if you guys went to what was it the hemp and cannabis expo or is it just called the hemp expo in Calgary recently? I, I'm pretty sure they had some outdoors areas where they did, could... and I did not get a chance to go this year. I didn't even know it was happening. Really? Um, oh, yeah. It was Nathan at work who was uh, trying to score score tickets to go, and apparently there had been some reps that had come around to our stores um, and had actually given out passes to people, but they didn't come to our store. Oh, really? I was a little I was a little cheesed about that. Yeah, yeah I'd be too. But like, yeah, honestly, I went to the expo the year before and it was pretty cool. And I got a n- nice mystery loot bag. Um, but yeah, I, this year they had um, on-site consumption areas. And, yes, which is and exactly I know Vic was talking about I was it. Go. Yeah, yeah, it would have been cool. I, oh, I mean, I heard last so year cool. as well that that they even like that that some of the the companies there would even slip you like a gram or two of some of their stuff. Which is why but, I want to go. I want free weed. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I will fucking, I will sample. I will sign up to be a judge, even though I don't have the credentials. And I'll probably pass out after like the first three fucking strains. But, like, but yeah, <laughs> but like, but yeah places... do something like that every year where you can sign up for this thing. I think it's called the Cannabis Cup. And a whole bunch of like producers from all over the world will send you uh, like some of their product to try and rate. And then that's how they um, have like the grading scale uh, for certain strains and stuff like that. And oh, it's just yeah. like consumer thing. Like you can just go online. And sign up for it and they send I was going to say, you're telling me that I can just go online, subscribe without paying anything and they will send me free weed. Oh no, I'm sure you have to pay. I'm sure you got to pay for something. And it's just happened this year. So I think like it's maybe June, to august ish is when it happens every uh every year it's just like something to look forward to in the future but definitely right. well, sign up for next year yeah well, <laughs> i mean cannabis cup is a big thing it's a big thing they've been doing the cannabis cup since like i don't know 70s 80s maybe oh yeah it's been i, could, I could be while. i could be talking right out my ass right now i don't actually know but that, no, it's right. very I'm pretty sure there late. was uh like i think one of the afghan kush strains actually won in like the early 70s and it looked weird oh, back then. Man. Like it was like the just Bush weed in general looked fucking strange <laughs> back then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> small small nugs and nothing but leaf. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All the um yeah, no, I've seen some pictures of old like old school strains, like the old uh, purple strains, um Acapulco gold and things like that. And there that is some strange looking bushweed from the seventies. And you look really at weed now and it's like it's all nug, it's fat, it's dense. It's fat, it's thick. Yeah, <laughs> thick with three C's, bro. You don't even yeah. know. Ooh. I like them like, curves. Like them curves. <laughs> um yeah, no, like so cool how far it's come neat yeah it's neat it's neat it's yeah that's understatement peachy <laughs> uh ryan anything got you excited in the cannabis world i would say like probably the same as ollie honestly doesn't seem like there's a lot of uh like push for new products or um any sort of regulation changes so for the most part it's just stuff that we haven't seen whatsoever in canada like cafes or just public areas where um you can go and smoke without like i don't know i guess having to worry about getting a charge right yeah 
No, I'm with you uh, on that. Uh, yeah, just like oh, general acceptance, I, I would say, is more what I'm looking forward to than anything. Hell yeah. Yeah, so the stigma. We got to fight the stigma. Fight the Absolutely. stigma. Fight the power. Yeah, like power if you look people. at like like our like the customer base that walks into the store, a lot of some of those people are people that you wouldn't even guess use cannabis, right? So oh yeah, well, and 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 that is all because we've been we we've grown up with the stigma, thinking that all the people who smoke weed are these grungy hippie looking or like the 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 vagabonds you know what i mean like yeah right the lowest of the low and that's what there's a, a certain lot of us look were yeah yeah like you like you like like someone should be able to spot a stoner like you could you could just that preconceived oh yeah that guy smokes weed because he's got dreadlocks and, and is wearing a poncho and is wearing sandals with socks yeah exactly yeah. i mean you have to smoke weed if you think <laughs> wearing socks and sandals is an acceptable <laughs> fashion statement it is not it really oh. is not um no i'm with you on the whole cafe thing in fact that would be a dream job for me to own and operate my own cannabis cafe um it's something yeah. i've definitely wife and i both have fucking fantasized about i don't know how many times just talking about how cool it would be well hey, on I'd one invest. side oh yeah dude i would i would i would i would give up my future business uh in 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 food trucks to to own operate my own cannabis cafe and i would try to do all the things like get licenses to sell weed uh and not just have yeah i, th- you know, I think that's an important aspect of it being able to buy it right there and then try it out right make in-house oh. edibles and but well, like have real food too because people are gonna want to eat let's be real yeah like it shouldn't be no. any different from going to a brewery or something right safe spaces to consume and then have like private rooms with consoles and shit set up so you and your buddies can fucking couch co-op while you're smoking weed. Oh, yeah. yeah and it's, instead yeah, of expensive dude. brewery equipment uh, decorating the place, you just, you know, get some kind of ventilation. Well, well of course. Ventilation would be key. You would Unless you want ventilate. a hotbox room. Then there could be hotbox rooms. I don't think Health Canada would allow for that, but I would love for there to be <laughs> a hotbox. You know, what would, be, what would be really cool is a hotbox room with steam so you could either Hawaiian slash Jamaican hotbox. <laughs> That would be pretty cool. <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, great segue. Um, no, I think that would be that would be awesome. And you, you know, you just charge a a, a small fee by the hour, especially for private rooms, and then you yeah. just sterilize and wash all your shit. I would have a giant selection of bongs and pipes and hookahs and shit you can smoke from. Bring your own. You don't have to buy from us, but we have some if you need some. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then have you know the separate part, like I said, with with all the food and not and yeah. not just edibles. I would love to have like a little sandwich station, maybe a little burger station, some fried food station because everybody loves wings. Stop! You're you're making me want to marry you. Uh, well, you can, <laughs> but you you would have to. You got to fight my wife, and I'll tell you, she's a scrapper. <laughs> I'm quite certain she could take you. But that is the dream. Like, <laughs> that that shop. <laughs> that is. That, that is, little cafe. It, it is a pipe dream. And no, I don't have a name for it, but I would probably just... There you go. You, you got it. Pipe dream cafe. Pipe dream cafe. I mean, I was probably going to go with Snurfin's Corner, but that works too. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, sometimes you just have better ideas than I do. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> pipe dream cafe. Fuck, man. I... Again, this is why I keep you around. You're always the one with, with, the, with the, the super cool ideas. <laughs> yeah, I would give it all away to own and operate my own cafe, and I think it would be, I think it would be awesome. I don't think we're too far away from it, though. To be honest, I wouldn't say um, so. No. Yeah. Well, I when mean, I went, 
when I went to the shop that I was just at, they were saying that there's apparently already talks about trying to get that thing legalized within the next year. Yeah, I think they've been trying to pass legislation for that for like the last three years. Yeah, See, I think the hardest um, part of like coming to uh, eventually having these around in cities uh, is more so going to be based on the population of dispensaries. Um, because it wasn't, isn't there like a, a clause where you can only have a certain amount uh, within uh, like a certain area? Yeah. So they were pretty sure that's, yeah, yeah pretty sure that's the whole restriction of getting a license. Yeah, exactly. It's, there was like huge backups for years after legalization, uh, for people just waiting to, uh, actually be allowed to look at storefronts, um, in order to set up their business. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they would have to, they would have to rewrite legislation on all of that. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm sure that they would, they would find some sort of loophole or find some means to be able to, to produce this. Uh, and honestly, it, it is going to be a great idea. Uh, you would have to take, you would, I mean, you would need so much different licensing. Um, and I imagine just us having a cell safe and QCW is probably not going to be the only thing we would need. No, honestly, because it's serving food and stuff as well, you might have to do something like the pro serve, uh, for like alcohol, just so you have like the, uh, the, you won't be able to have alcohol. Yeah, but we, it wouldn't like, there wouldn't be alcohol allowed at all, but just for the, the serving aspect of it rather than. Well, you would, you would need to have your food safe. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Definitely not a, would you call it smart serve pro serve? Pro serve. I always get them mixed up. One's an Ontario one, and one is our Calgary one. And I what, what's the Ontario it. one? What's well, sorry? What's ours? Yeah. Pro what's serve. the Ontario one? No. What's ours? What's 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 one called? Oh, what's our, the Calgary pro serve. One? Pro serve. So it's smart serve in Ontario. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I. You definitely wouldn't need that because one Health Canada would never allow uh, the mixing of alcohol and and cannabis together. Period. Yeah. No um, shot. And they would probably even make you smoke cigarettes outside and and to be honest if i had a shop you're not smoking your fucking dirty ass cigarettes in my shop yeah agreed and yeah as, as a as a former smoker yeah. i I'm, I'm not okay with that like no you, you are not you're not cutting your bowls with batch you're not putting you're not mixing tobacco in to do fucking yachts and shit you're gonna smoke weed as it was intended to be smoked and if you want to smoke cigarettes and tobacco, you can do that the fuck outside. Yep. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I mean, like, just, just the smell alone. Like, it would smell like weed, absolutely. But the smell of cigarettes would mask it no matter what. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of gross. It would be gross, yeah. And I don't want that getting all over the gear. I don't want that getting all over the game controllers and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, hard to clean. stains, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A. Halo in every room. Not going to lie. Yeah, it's better like combo the... than alcohol and weed. Video games and weed. Video, oh, dude, always video games and weed. Um, and you know what? That's actually the perfect segue into Halo, since that is something that uh, I think we, we said we'd talk about it. We we did say yeah, we, we did. were going <laughs> to talk about it. Um, but at some point, I want to circle back to Thor: Love and Thunder because there's a yes. lot going on there. Mm-hmm. But um, now, Ryan, I know you didn't get the chance, but Ollie and I here have uh, been fortunate enough to get into the Halo Insider program. Uh, and we're able to uh, test this this current Halo Infinite flight, multiplayer flight. Um, and now I'm not well-versed in Halo. I've played all of the uh, the campaigns. I'm pretty sure I've played all of them. And I do like Halo as a franchise. I think it's a brilliant uh, universe. But I was never big into the multiplayer scene. And this was not the first time I've played multiplayer. I played a lot in Halo 5 um, and quite a bit skipping 
two generations, three generations before that. I played a lot of Halo 2 online. I played a lot of Team SWAT. Team SWAT was my digs. I fucking loved it. I wasn't very good at it, (laughs) um, but I'm just not very good at Halo. I'm not really good at games that require you to hip fire as a as a game mechanic. Yeah. Um, With the exception to Overwatch, because I've I love Overwatch and I I just got used to it. It was easy to get into. Um, And more so nowadays, like I I guess, you know, we've got Counter-Strike and Valorant and uh, Day of Defeat for anybody who's into older school games where it's all hip fire. And let's be real, first person shooters back in the day all started with hip fire. Yeah. All the Golden Eyes and the and uh, Perfect Dark, it was all all hip fire. Um, So it when we I got so I guess I got so spoiled with all of the latest renditions, the, the Call of Duties and the, what's the other one that's like Call of Duty, but not Call of Duty? Battlefield? Metal, oh, yes, yes, Battlefield, Medal of Honor, uh, things of that ilk, um, where, you know, ADS was a thing, and it revolutionized the shooter. Yeah. Uh, and so going going back and playing something where it's mostly hip, I mean, yes, you can you can zoom. Yeah, but I know what you mean. But it's not it's not the same, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But this this flight... I've only only played like three, four matches, and I actually quite enjoyed it. And I'm not a big Halo multiplayer guy because I usually get my ass kicked. But at this time around, I did some I did some damage doling myself. Oh, I uh, I used to be super into Halo multiplayer right up until Halo Five. And you know what? Most Halo fans are. Uh, unfortunately, I just don't. I'm I don't uh, I don't do so well, and I don't know what it is. I'm I guess I don't fully get all of the the mechanics. You know, back in the day, we had what bunny jumpers and fucking what was the other other thing that halo rocket halo jumping invented. rocket jumping's been around since the quake days sir oh yeah that's true yeah that's uh that's been a thing for a while uh can you rocket jump in halo uh yeah, the older you can... ones could i'm not sure about halo 5 though pretty sure halo 2 and for a little part 3 you could rocket jump same with grenade jump that's how you have to access some of the skulls in the campaign i think you could do like kind of a version of rocket jumping and reach as well but it wasn't it wasn't that great uh and you I definitely think you needed a grav lift or something for some of them yeah, i can't remember probably. but i feel like there was an extra step to it fucking a yeah ollie what do you what do you think of this multiplayer flight so far i am pretty impressed with it if i have to say like i i it's not like i didn't play halo 5 because it was bad it's just life got busy with university around the time that it came out well and you gotta so be I just... a medical scientist so <laughs> yeah, and and so I just kind of skipped out on on that game almost entirely aside from the campaign because I just never had the time to get into multiplayer. But I played all the Halos extensively with multiplayer, save for one because you know by the time um, I was a video gaming age, one had, one was like a relic, and it wasn't until the remastered version came out on MCC, which is the Master Chief Collection, that I actually got to play experience some of the multiplayer for that. But anyways, it feels a lot like a hybrid between classic Halo, which is like the first three Halos and the newer Halos. Like it still has clamber, you still have thrust, um, and you still have power-ups and abilities and whatnot. Um, But it just, the game feels really fluid. It definitely feels different from 5 in the pacing. It's definitely a lot faster like Halo uh, 3 was. And um, yeah, like the guns is something that I've been really impressed with the most in this flight. Um, They're pretty unique in what they do. And they all, in my opinion, have a place in the multiplayer. It's not like 
one is useless because you have this other one in your in your inventory you can swap between two guns right so right. i i always found myself switching between the two it's not like in previous halos where the magnum was nerfed so hard that you really never used it um in this game i found all guns really useful and really unique and interesting and that would that for me has already made me really excited for halo infinite and its campaign with the grapple hook right and it was pretty well balanced too um a lot of the weapons and i remember i remember in previous halos like the needler being like the oh worst yeah thing yeah and man, i had a guy fucking decimate me over and over with a needler yeah i think in this one they gave it less ammo to start with so i think you only get like two mags with it something Still, like that guy fucked me up more than once yeah um i mean as a concept for the weapon the needler is kind of cool the bunch of crystals that explode when you amass something like that's a cool mm -hmm. cool gun yeah and you know in campaign when i was younger that was like something i as soon as i found one i'm like oh i'm taking one of these even though it was still kind of garbage in the campaign i just loved using it yeah 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 the needlers are fun like you like if you get enough on somebody they just explode and they track too don't they yep, yeah they have like, like really loose tracking yeah yeah Fucking and me. And the other thing I noticed about the guns is a lot of them have faster firing rates than previous Halos. Um, I'm not so much sure about the AR. I think that's pretty much the same. Um, but it definitely does a lot more damage. It's like, I don't have to reload in between. Um, I used to, I remember in Halo 3, you would have to unload almost like the whole clip of the AR on somebody and then bash them to actually get the kill in this game at least with playing with bots i haven't tried it in multiplayer but i was able to get like a decent number of kills with just the ar um so they've definitely balanced a lot of things and um like the shotgun for example is another thing that it's a lot faster firing than it was previously really i re yeah i remember playing some of the flood levels in halo 2 and 3 and having the shoddy and you're just kind of like slowly trying to, you know, push the flood back with this shotgun that was, you had to um, get the shell out in between, right? And in this game, it felt more like, not entirely like a double A12, but more in that direction where it would, it just like, you could pump one after the other with the shotgun. Hmm. I didn't even get a chance to, uh, to find a shotgun in the matches oh, that this I is, played. This is because I tried the bot arena mode which if since the flight is only on for a specific amount of time during the day mm -hmm. in between you're not you're not able to play multiplayer the servers aren't up so i tried the bot mode and in it you can pause the game and you can just select your loadout without having to respawn oh wow and yeah i know it's 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 a really neat um uh, feature to it and i just go around trying different weapons and and picking up weapons off the wall and i've, I've tried all of them and so far for me, my favorite is what I thought was the new DMR, but it's actually a machine gun. I just wasn't pulling the trigger all the way. Yeah, uh, yeah it wasn't until I heard um, the announcer be like, you're really good with that machine gun or something along those lines before I realized like this is an automatic weapon and not a DMR that just fires really fast. <laughs> so, yeah. So I really like that machine gun. I forget the name of it. Um, and then there was a a weapon that I presume is Promethean, just with the way it fires, is um, I think the replacement to the scatter shot. I don't know if you guys remember that from Halo Four and Five, but it I was just scatter a scatter shot. That was a fucking yeah, gun. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the name of the Promethean shotgun, right? <laughs> yes. And and yeah, it it feels completely different now because if you hold down the trigger all the way, not only does it 
you know, shoot like a beam at somebody in, in the form of a shotgun beam, but it also kind of acidifies the ground around them and it slowly eats away at your shields and armor. That actually sounds pretty cool, cool though. Yeah. So they added like new elements to the same weapons. Like I think the striker that is, I don't know if you guys remember, it's like the brute pistol that looks like it has a drum magazine on it and just kind oh. of fires like a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I think was in it as well i can't remember the name of the weapon but it just felt completely different uh, as well like they, they've all been reimagined essentially um except for you know the sniper rifle the ar and the battle rifle they're still pretty much there you know, um, those will never change those are iconic yeah exactly oh, i mean i mean don't get me wrong the original halo magnum pistol was also iconic but they've definitely turned that yeah. into something something fierce though oh and that reminds me because the plasma pistol uh, like i don't know if you guys used to play halo and your loadout would basically be battle rifle and plasma rifle because you use the plasma rifle you charge it up all the way it'll it'll heat seek somebody close to you and you get your, their shields down and then you hit them once with the battle rifle in the head yeah the um, toast yeah and in this game i thought somebody was using the fuel rod cannon at me because even if it doesn't quite hit you you still feel like a splashback effect from it oh, shit. which i thought was really neat i think and... i only used it once but a guy had overshield and i didn't do shit all to him i was like oh Running up, doing the sprint, I let go of the of the plasma round, it eats him, then I run up and hit him, and he just like shrugged it off like I was some chump. Yeah. <laughs> it killed me. Yeah, overshield <laughs> is actually quite beefy, and I didn't even realize at first that I had to activate it. I thought it was just like a pickup that, you know, you just run over and it automatically activates. But no, in this game, you have to actually activate it as an ability to get yeah. overshield. Um, oh, on, so like so. like in Halo Reach, where you could pick between your different like you had your armor lock, you would sprint or like jetpack, yeah. something like that. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much exactly like that. Like you you can pick up the grapple shot, and the grapple shot will have five grapples in it. Um, okay. and it's neat because it's not just like it you grapple exactly to where you latch onto. There's physics to it. You can swing. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, I've seen some people doing some crazy shit with that grapple shot. Yeah, and they brought back the, in Halo 3, there was like the shield um, grenade. I forget the name of it, Um, but they kind of brought a version of that where it's just like a wall shield instead. I think it's called drop shield. Um, And then there's another ability where I I guess it's like a strong block or something because you you just kind of lift your arm up really hard and things just go flying. But I haven't actually tried that on anybody, so I don't really know what it does. But I just assume that instead of the usual two beat downs that it takes to kill somebody, that maybe it's just one hit and it's a KO. Oh, okay. Uh, and you don't have to hit them from the back. I think that's oh, yeah. what it is. But again, I haven't been able to try it. Um, Did you uh, were you able to try? Obviously, you, you spent some time with it. Did you put any? Uh... Sorry, did you try any of the new weapons, the new guns? Like, I think oh, we were talking yeah. about the heat wave earlier. Yeah, the heat wave, which I guess is, I guess they kind of split the scatter shot into two different guns. Now that I think about it, because yeah, the heat wave I would say is more of a successor to what the scatter shot was. Um, but then they also have the ravager, which um, was the charge up uh, shotgun that I was telling you about. What does that um, look like, the ravager? It's it looks like. Um, it, it's kind of just like a gray rectangle with like red in it. I like I don't know how, how to best describe it right now and compare it to any other gun there is. It okay. looks like the scatter shot, just chunkier. Because there was something I picked up, and it looked like what it looked like was some sort of alien tag rocket launcher. 
and it like charged up this red ball of energy and you shoot it yeah. out and like yeah that's the ravager yeah is that what that is okay that's that it was, yeah uh... if you charge it up all the way and you hit like a group of four guys i i actually managed to do this in the bot arena mode then you can eat away at their armor and you just lob a grenade in and they're all dead like right away like it's Shit. actually like a pretty decent gun um, that's awesome yeah and then Ryan... there it's the, the weapons in this are pretty fucking tight. Yeah, like they, they and they sound great too. Right, just, you took the words like right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wicked sound, good feel. Um, you should definitely sign up for that Halo Insider and see if you. Can I did. Yeah, I'm just yeah. waiting and hopefully, like they send me a a code. But when I signed up, uh, it said that because I think it was like the day after um it ended for a guaranteed code. So it, it just basically said, like, I might get picked, and they would send me an email if uh, if I did. Yeah, it's pretty simple to to install. You do it from the Xbox Insider program, um, okay. which is an app that you can get, which apparently they have other games on there that one can preview. Nothing great, but they've got stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know about it. I think Shout they, out to they, Xbox, fan of the show. Yeah, I think <laughs> they also have some beta features for the Xbox, too, mostly for the Series X, I think. But there are some UI changes apparently yeah, that yeah. people are Yeah, I don't want to really hear liking. about your Series X, sir. <laughs> uh, Speaking of anyways. Uh, cool changes, though, <laughs> I wanted to talk about the the one of the few things that I've seen from the beta. Um, have you guys seen the uh, wet floor sign duping glitch? No, I don't think so. No, oh, no I, I, I found this uh, this morning actually, and. There's this like this type of grenade. It kind of looks like the pulse grenade from Destiny, where it just like it's like a lightning and it just pulses yeah. in like um. Well, if you throw that grenade at a wet floor sign, uh, every pulse will infinitely uh, double the wet floor signs. So if oh. you just continue to throw these grenades, you can fill entire rooms, like from the floor to the ceiling, with these wet floor signs. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny ridiculous yeah that grenade that you're talking about i forget the name of it but it's actually quite like good like i don't know if you guys remember that um ability in halo 3 it's it's a pickup that you have to press x to deploy it's just that ball of energy that saps at people's shields um that is what that grenade is you toss it into a room full of people and it just zaps at their shields. And even if their shields are down, it continues and it actually can kill them just by Yeah. So a, a lot of these, a lot of these weapons I'm really impressed with, they all feel like they have a place. It's not like one where I'd pick one up and be like, Oh, I have no use for this. Like this isn't my play style. I actually, I actually experiment with them and I can generally find a pretty good way to play with it. And that's going good. back. I found an, in uh, Halo 5 especially, it was like you really needed to search for specific loadouts depending on yeah. what maps you were on. It's like if you weren't running a sniper or a rocket alongside like a battle rifle or something better than a regular assault rifle, you just didn't stand a chance in regular play. <laughs> yeah. My first kill yeah. in the And there's this awesome the rocket launcher. What do they call nice. it? The spank- Spanker? Oh, nice. The Spunker, <laughs> I think. M- M21 Spanker or something like that? It's, yeah. It's SP- SPNKR or something like that. Maybe SPNKR. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be Spunker or Spanker, but I think either one works. Well, Spunker um, just it... sounds dirty. <laughs> is it like a different rocket launcher from normal Halo, though? Like, it's, it's no, not the it's, one that you've seen throughout it's all of Halo? Pretty... It's pretty much what you remember, I think, from previous Halos. Yeah, it looks like the old school one. Yeah. Okay, it just has a name now? 
No, it's always had that, like, written on the side of the barrel. It's always been S-P-N-K-R. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just never, but, like, called by anything. They just always... But yeah, this like, is what I was... In a map this... would be, like, rocket launcher up in 10 seconds or something. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you're right. Like, they, they did rename everything. They actually have, like, code designations in their name. Like, it's the M72 or, or the M12 or whatever spunker, like that. Um, that's cool. Yeah, so they gave names to everything. Like, even the AR isn't just the AR, the assault rifle or AR anymore. It has a, a code oh. to it. Um, nice. But, um, but it's, it's like a kind of a rail gun. Like it shoots, um, it shoots like a sharp projectile at people and I'm pretty sure it can impale through, but I don't think it can kill more than one person. It just impales one and then lowers the shield of the other. If you line them up. Oh, this oh, guy, like the rocket, like, I, right in the face. Just wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the rocket actually, I think is beefed up. Like if, if you hit the rocket in a room, like it kills everybody in that room. Nice. Yeah, I definitely got to spend a little more time with it before this flight is over. Uh, I think it ends Monday. Yeah, but it's on for the October first weekend. Is that the next? Yep, weekend? it's on next weekend as well. Yeah, um, isn't that one the actual beta? Like it, it's the no. actual beta launch. So the, just... the beta itself just got delayed. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this this came out I think either yesterday or a day before. But yeah, the beta's yeah. been pushed. Yep, you guys which think that the, code well. the, the actual launch is going to be pushed back then? Because wasn't it supposed Shh. to be a December release? It was supposed to be like December last year. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this game was supposed to come out a long time ago. Yeah. And, um, and it is December 17th, I think. Okay. Or 18th. Something like that. But yeah, it does well, sound we'll, we'll call it holiday. It's coming out in holiday. Yeah, it's coming holiday. Yeah. But it, it does have a definitive date. And I like if they're pushing the beta back, like, I don't know, because they already cut out Forge and Co-op, right? And Co-op, like, right yeah, Co-op campaign, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I heard both of those are going to be season pass drops. So, and a season pass is going to be every three months. So you're yeah, not going to so... get both of them for six months, one of them for three months. Yeah, I think we get uh, uh, okay. we get Co-op first at the three-month mark, uh, and then we'll get the Forge later. Now, here's the thing. I don't. I couldn't give a shit about the Forge. I'm not a... I'm not a map maker. I don't have that kind of creativity. So I couldn't give a flying fuck about whether or not it drops the forge. And I really think that there's a certain uh, niche amount of players that could, that possibly care about that or all about the forge. My biggest thing is the co-op campaign. Like that's how I played Halo growing up was with, with friends. I didn't play that shit solo. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'd agree. And now I know as a Halo entry, they don't have to worry about sales because let's be honest, the bulk of all of this that's going to be played is going to be played with Game Pass. Shout outs to Game Pass, not a sponsor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Game Pass. I love being an Xbox guy because of Game Pass uh, and Ultimate Game Pass. Like those things are, it, it's dope. Oh. I don't have to buy a single fucking AAA Xbox Studio title from now until the end of time, because I know it's going to come to Game Pass. Did, did I actually mention no. that I've been playing this Halo Insider without Xbox Live Gold or Ultimate? Because <laughs> you don't what? actually need it. <laughs> yeah, you don't actually need it. <laughs> well, well, no, you don't. Uh, they Was it last year, I think, Xbox or Microsoft as a whole made online games not necessary to have Gold? Uh, but I don't even think Gold is even yeah, a model but, anymore. But, like it's it's all rolled into to Game Pass, I think, in yeah. one, one package. Yeah, yeah, they don't so. sell Gold anymore unless you go to a store and they still happen to have the Gold passes. But I mean, like you don't need it anymore to play multiplayer games. I know. Yeah, but what I thought was that you actually needed 
Xbox Live or Xbox Games Pass Ultimate, but you don't even need Ultimate because I don't have Ultimate. I just have whatever the $10 version is that just gives me Games Pass access, but it doesn't give me EA or or what's the other one, um, uh, Xbox Live Gold games that drop every month. Oh, so I don't get that. Game. And um, I was meaning to upgrade because I thought that it needed it, but I was really surprised that I didn't have to pay anything extra just to play the Insider. Well, back when I upgraded from from Game Pass to Game Pass Ultimate, it only cost me $1 to upgrade. And I think that's still the promo. Right. And at that point in time, I think I I think my subscription might be coming up soon. I'm not I'm not certain, but I had still amassed over the years I somehow managed to amass years and years of of life. I didn't need to buy it for like 3-4 years. Um yeah. through through the process of uh what is it the uh like the points you can accrue by getting achievements and when you buy stuff oh yeah i was and using also that. if you yeah if you use the microsoft explorer uh you get points as well instead of using oh, google right. search yeah, yeah between that and then a buddy of mine there was a uh, a pricing error one year at walmart for year subscriptions to these things and he was getting them for like 20 bucks a piece and nice. so he almost blew an entire fucking paycheck grabbing like the entire shelf's worth like he got as many as he could and then he was given gave a few a few away and sold a couple um and i think i took like three or four off of him too at that point and just entered them in so like i didn't have to pay for fucking anything for so long nice and then when I upgraded to Game Pass Ultimate, it only cost a dollar, and then I still had like a year left of that subscription. Yeah, I can't remember what it does, but if you have Xbox Live Gold it, and you upgrade for a dollar, it does upgrade like all the months that you have left into into Ultimate. But I think it it like halves it, or you get like a third less or something like that. It, but I uh, hear it averages. So like if you subscribed to, let's say you had Game Pass regular, and then you also subscribed to EA. Um, what it would do, especially if they had different time frames on them, it would average out the amount of months because they're then put together. Oh, so nice. Yeah. So yeah, I hear the trick is you're supposed to buy all the Xbox Live Gold cards you can, activate them. I think the max you can do is three years, and then just pay the one dollar ultimate, and then you get three years of ultimate for yeah. the same price. Yeah. yeah. Like why? What, why would you? Right. Yeah, I know. I just remember when games, like, you used to buy physical copies of games, and they would come with, like, a two- or three-day, like, Xbox Live uh, Oh, some of them card. came with 14-day. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I, I got a 14-day, I think, with my uh, my Destiny 1 purchase. Yeah, I think yeah, that was, probably. like, when I was younger and didn't have that much, like, cash, I think that was, like, the, the one way that I would only ever be able to play online was I would have to, like, it was when I bought a new game, and I, I hope that it came with a 14-day pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember getting Assassin's Creed 2, and it only came with, like, a two-day, and I was so disappointed. Yeah, oh, th- was there multiplayer back then? in the Assassin's No, Creed not 2? for Assassin's Creed, which is why I think, not for 2, it was in Brotherhood is when they introduced it. But Yeah, that was a weird multiplayer, though. It was, it was like, I didn't... A I couple didn't... of different game modes. i didn't like there it was, too much there's one where you had to like find the assassin who was dressed up as someone else that yeah. was the only good one though like if i yeah. remember correctly that was the only mode you could ever find a match online for i think there was only like three modes too it was that yeah. one and then it was the other one where you just had to assassinate random people like and beat somebody else to it 
And then there was mm. the other one where it was just like a big game of cat and mouse where one person was going after the next person was going after the next person and it just looped all the way around like that. Oh, shit. That sounds right, yeah. Yeah. But no, so like, co-op, like, campaign feature or anything in that game, which Not I was just... Not until Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah, yeah. Unity introduced Which I, I missed out on Unity. I didn't play Unity, so I didn't get to... I, uh, I didn't bought get Unity for the PC, and it was just one of those PC games that was so horribly made or, or like, ported or whatever <laughs> that, oh, like, yeah. it was unplayable. So I've never gone back to it, even though they assure us now that it's that it's completely fine. It's just... The game was so broken, it was really hard to play it on PC. They used to have <laughs> these really cool, like, they, they were kind of like four-person raids, basically, in Unity, where you would go in with your crew of assassins and have to, like, assassinate some high-value target in, uh, like, a stronghold. And that was really cool. But yeah. aside from that, like, it was still their really bare-bones, weird multiplayer uh, for, like, matchmaking-related stuff. But the co-op play was good in that game. Yeah, I think I think it probably would have been like one of the greatest Assassin's Creed games for me if it didn't have that bad taste in my mouth about it. But <laughs> oh, yeah. just because just because it was the first Assassin's Creed to introduce scaling down buildings just as fast as you went up them. True. Yeah, I forgot so, about that. Yeah, so if you pressed right trigger B, you would go down a building in parkour style instead of just dropping ledge to ledge like in previous games. I was going to say back in the day you had to you just had to drop and hope that you timed it right and grabbed the ledge before <laughs> yeah. you hit the bottom. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm replaying Assassin's Creed 2 right now, the the remastered version and yeah it's so good it's, yeah so yeah it's good, good but i forget this, that it had some of these features because we've just been spoiled with the newer ones we have been spoiled with the newer <laughs> true ones. fucking a jesus how do we even get on to assassin's creed i don't know a good question this is supposed to be about halo <laughs> yeah that's true I mean, I think end of, we... end of story. Go play, go play Halo, and when in Halo Infinite comes out, yeah. go fucking play it. Like that's... Oh my god! <laughs> I I actually can't wait for the for the campaign. I'm really hoping that it that it's as good as they want it to be for the last. Well, one. you know, semi open world, lots of places to explore, a fucking grappling hook. It yeah, good. and and in the in the multiplayer, yeah, that's one thing I didn't touch on. The grapple hook is if you latched onto somebody and launch at them, I think you get momentum and you do more damage. I could be talking out of my ass, but I kept it felt like that. I, I kept panicking trying to do it. <laughs> yeah, again, this is just one thing that I managed to do in the bot arena because you can change their difficulty. There's four difficulty modes for them. Yeah. So I started off with the lowest one just so I could try all of them, uh, all the new abilities and weapons and whatnot. And and yeah, Although, it's pretty useful. I have to say, my favorite grapple kill combo comes from Titanfall. Oh, I hear that you game can, is You great. can match yeah, a motherfucker right. and then just, like, jump kick them and end their face. Like, that... <laughs> end their face. <laughs> and I've done many of those. That was awesome. Or if you're quick enough, you could grapple their back and then sidle up for an assassination. Man, I miss Titanfall. Um, rumors are that there will be a Titanfall 3 in the works, just not anytime soon. I hope yeah. so. I hope I mean, so too. they're making a lot of money off Apex Legends, apparently, so... Oh, definitely. And oh, yeah. Respawn, Respawn's making that Apex money as well as that Jedi money. True. Yeah, yeah. and um, 
they they just got hacked, I think. Titanfall 2 multiplayer on PC, at least, got hacked. Oh, it's been, it's been <laughs> hacked for a while, yeah. Has it's, it? Uh, oh, my God. I think the story was hackers were... <laughs> some hackers were upset with other hackers, so they hacked the game to show the company that it's virtually unplayable, and they rendered it unplayable <laughs> because they wanted them to fucking fix it. Nice. Is the is the gist that I got from it. Now I'm... I could be twisting it up, but I think that's that's more or that less. That sounds what it's, that sounds about what I read. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, kind of kind of weird. Actually, a lot weird. Hmm. Whatever, Titanfall. Fuck yeah. You know, I was going to segue into another game, and now I don't remember what it was I wanted to talk about. I don't know, but didn't we want to go back to Thor: Love and Thunder? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You I'd know say what? Let's, let's... probably like <laughs> end on that because we're closing in on two hours now. Yeah. Oh wow. It. Who cares? Neat. Either you want to listen or you don't. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. At this point, like, our, our viewers know what to expect. It's, yeah. yeah. it's going to be long. We go for as long now. as we want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's whatever. But you know what? I will say, though, we did not do episode three, which will be dropping Monday, uh, which who knows who will get that on time. Um, I don't think we did the Shang-Chi review any justice. Like, we were so all over the place. And uh, I was all over the place. It was hard to really nail down that whole thing. So it's for those of you who are listening, I'm not apologizing. I'm just saying that, yeah, it was kind of scattered. It was <laughs> a little all over the place. I still think, like, that said, I still think we covered a lot of the major points that we wanted to talk about in that movie. And yeah. it's not like, like, don't expect it to be a recap of the whole film. We just talked about, like, the, the more important points of it and the parts that we liked out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That. Okay. Thor Love and Thunder, Gore the Thor. Butcher, Gore the God Butcher, um, a character I've never heard of in my life before. Um, and it was actually Ryan who brought it up one day. We were talking about it at work. Uh, and a very interesting backstory on this guy. Um, very powerful being and one of the first infused with a symbiote. Oh. Yeah, definitely opens up a lot of possibilities for future Marvel events like Alex and I have been talking about um, and something that we brought up a little earlier in the show as well um, with the uh, the sword that he carries belongs to uh, a character in the comics known as Null, which is essentially the symbiote god. And yeah. he uh, he becomes like a big like Thanos level um, villain in the in marvel later on in the comics but it's a quite a long arc to build up to it so i would almost say like they could build to that for the next like 15 years say and then we get another end game level event with that but we're really gonna have to see how this movie pans out alongside uh i think multiverse of madness is going to be the movie that gives us the most insight to where they're taking us in uh this next set of phases of the MCU. Well, I kind of hope so. I mean, like with, with Gore being at the forefront as the main villain in love and thunder, if they bring in the whole symbiote thing, this really opens up everything that we've gotten from the Sony side of things, especially with, uh, with Venom. And I guess Venom two is coming out, uh, pretty soon or is it next year? No, I think it's, it's pretty soon here. Yeah. Either way. Um, and we know how sneaky the writers and folks and, and the brilliant minds over at the MCU studios have been when it comes to building a much bigger plot out of what could seemingly be um, unconnected stories until 
they bring it all together in, in one final point and you're left with your head being blown open because you're like, I did not see this comic. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, we, and the sword itself, this, the, the, what's it called? The all black necro sword, the Clint mm-hmm. Clintar, I think is what it's called. Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Which was forged by Null. What was it in the blood from a dead celestial? Something so, like that. Yeah. Hardcore. How fucking nuts! And it's a. It can be a much stronger weapon than any of Thor's created weapons. It's it's arguably with the strongest weapon in the entire uh, Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. It's definitely up there. I, I'm I'm curious to see what the people over at uh, MCU are are planning with this. If they're planning anything at all. They might not even follow that. They might just have Gore the God Butcher without the the uh, the legendary sword, which I think would be definitely a uh, missed opportunity on their end I if agree. they decide to go that route. Yeah, even if it is just to like open up the possibility for the next set of Avengers characters, not even like the ones that they're currently building up to now, but just showing the future of what their movies are going to look like, basically. Well, right, but- and. And are they going to start assimilating the symbiotes over into the MCU? I mean, I would say if this sword is in a movie, then I think that they will, at least to some degree. Well, it's like Chekhov's gun, right? If it's associated with that and you introduce it, then you got to bring it up at some point. Yeah, exactly. And I also just think it's cool that it's Christian Bale being cast as Gore the God Butcher. (laughs) It's fucking awesome that we're seeing him in the MCU now. Nice. Well, everybody's got to get a turn, right? Oh yeah, yeah. How, cool. how long? How long until no we see until uh, we see The Rock and John Cena? I mean, Seriously. I know that I know that they have their own roles in DC, but that hasn't stopped anybody from crossing over. Yeah, that's one true. Way or the other. I heard about uh, a Peacemaker TV show. I think uh, an HBO series. Doctor. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty oh, cool. cool. Well, we know it's we'll be getting that on. Yeah, we'll be That'd getting be that sick. on Crave. I think when that drops. Mm-hmm. For those of us, probably, um, yeah, that should be kind of kind of cool. But yeah, I, it would be dope to see the symbiotes playing a bigger role. I would like to oh, see damn. Venom in the MCU, um, being one I would of my too. favorite antiheroes in all of Marvel. Venom's just dope. He's he's not quite a villain, evil enough to be one, and has been, I guess, villainized in in some runs, but definitely much more antihero than villain. Oh, for sure. Excited to see Natalie Portman return as well. That's going to be uh, Lady Thor. Yep. Now yeah, I'm wondering a lot going on in this movie. Yeah, I'm wondering I was if say. they're gonna. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna follow suit with uh, some of the comic arcs there, where she's sick. Uh, I think in the in the comics she's sick with some sort of terminal cancer. Yeah. Um, and even though she makes strides in real life uh, to cure it, every time she uses the hammer and uses the power of Thor, it makes it worse. Mm, okay. Yeah, there was this huge dichotomy. Um, in, in the comics were like she would seemingly get better in her human form, but every time she used the mantle of Thor, it progressed exponentially. Well, that would be a really depressing thing. <laughs> like, well, well, right. I'm kind of hoping had they don't. Endgame and the snap and, you know, <laughs> I would hope Tony's they would hit hard. Tony's yeah. death always hits hard. hundred percent. Yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, fuck. No matter how many times I watch it, even, even though I know, I know at the end what's going to happen, <laughs> but still hits the yeah. same way every single time. And that fucking I love yep. you 3000 line. Oh, completely oh, improvised. Man. I know. Yeah. Just dope. Just took it and ran with it. 
<laughs> Dang. Oh, man. Fuck, we got an exciting lineup in Marvel coming up soon here. We've got uh, Eternals launching soon, and then we've got Spider-Man, and that's going to be... I know we, we, we talked about Spider-Man previously, but like that's going to be a crazy... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this next year of movies from Marvel. Well, I mean, like, oh, this yeah. next, let's be real. This next like decade is going to yeah. be nothing but but gold. It's a good time to be a fan, that's for sure. And then we've yes, got it is. Hawkeye coming to to Disney Plus soon, and that's going to be fucking crazy. Apparently, How- uh, Shang Chi is getting added to Disney Plus in November, which is yeah, really what- quick considering like the the timeline yeah. for Black Widow, even. Yeah, well, yeah, it I stands. Nathan at work is the only person who hasn't seen it. Oh, really? And he's like, I was just going to wait. He's like, but it's not coming out till November. I'm like, November? I'm like, dude, that's like, that's well over a month away. I'm like, just go see it. Go see it by <laughs> yourself if you have to. Seriously, it's so worth it. Yeah. yeah. Or, I mean, we could all go. Whatever, whatever works. I don't, I'll go see it again. I don't care. Yeah, me too. <laughs> such a good fucking movie. Goddamn. <laughs> um, anything else anybody want to talk about before we wrap this up? No, I think that's everything. uh, Yeah, I think for now it's mostly just like rumors, especially regarding Thor Love and Thunder. Not really anything finite to talk about at this point. No, that's fair. Um, Again, I can't can't undo this this wanting to see the symbiotes over on this side of the MCU. Um, I think they could do a lot with it and not just with Venom, but uh, I know that Venom and Carnage are going to be a Sony property for however long, but uh, if we could pull it all together, it would be cool to see, even if it's not Eddie Brock's Venom, even if that symbiote moves on to a different host, I think that'd be crazy. I would pay good money and give up my left testicle to see uh, <laughs> Tom Holland don the, the black spider suit. That would be awesome. Ooh. Although I would equally love to see um, Tom Hardy in the MCU with their writing instead of the writers at Sony. I yeah. feel like the character yeah. would be infinitely better in the MCU. I'd be alright with seeing that. I mean, the, the first Venom wasn't bad. A little strange, a little weird, but it was overall a good movie. I, I know it didn't... Uh, get a good reception but i thought it was pretty decent yeah i thought it was decent but i i i think it was a dialogue that it was its weakest point <laughs> yeah probably uh, yeah i would agree <laughs> i mean my hold up with the movie is that it just wasn't really memorable at all it just it, it seems to evade me whenever i try to think of anything that happens past the halfway point yeah you know bits and pieces are are definitely scattered in my head i think back and all i could remember is like kind of how he bonded with the suit and then yeah. the scene in the, in the restaurant where he jumps into the fucking aquarium and just starts eating a lobster whole yeah <laughs> um the weird super sexual lady venom kiss that's <laughs> about it and then the the couple of scenes where oh, a weird fucking um motorcycle chase and then like the oh yeah in the in the in the corner store and that's pretty much all i can remember from venom and i've seen that movie like three times now oh wow <laughs> Huh. Yeah, I think I just remember the ending. I don't even yeah, remember see, how I don't it remember ends. the ending at all. <laughs> well, the ending fight, I should say. The ending fight. I don't even remember that. I, I don't remember. Uh, was it at a rocket was... launch? I think it was at a rocket launch. It's possible. And they were what like climbing the... up the rocket. I can't remember what it was for. Do, do you but I just remember the, that scene. the name of of the uh, the villain? The, the villain symbiote was. I think Riot. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking... you're right. I was thinking ruin for some reason, but that didn't make any <laughs> sense. Whatever. It's like the same thing. I'm only, yeah. 
We each get one. We each get one. Everybody gets one. Tell them, Spider-Man. <laughs> Everybody gets one, Peter. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Um, hell yeah. Great pod. Great uh, great topics. Um, shout outs. Shout out to Matt the Rat over at Rat House Productions. He is our producer. Uh, and without his generosity, um, we would be stuck trying to put this out on our own. And uh, I'm not savvy that way, so... Thank you, Matt the Rat. Shout out. Uh, shout Always. out to the people. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I don't even know if he listens to these, to be honest. Still deserves the shout uh, but, out every time. But yeah, I shout him out every time just because. Uh, I think the only episode we didn't shout out was uh, episode one. But I mean, it was episode one. We were just experimenting. We didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, big shout outs to the Twat FM family, uh, Sean Fearinis and MDI. Um, without you guys in my life, I don't think I would have ever even thought of doing podcasting. So uh, definitely check them out. Uh, they did just recently drop an episode of Twat FM. Unfortunately, I had uh, scheduling conflicts, so I wasn't on it. Uh, but I'm hoping to be on the next one. Uh, and uh, yeah, if anybody wants to find you on the internet, Ryan, where can they find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, the handle is Ryan L. Culleton. Very soon, though, there's going to be um, my other Instagram account under the name of Synthetic. Uh, hopefully a Twitter um, as well as like various other social medias for streaming and just related content to the podcast and stuff like that. Oh shit. You got, you got plans. Nice. Yes, sir. You didn't even talk about it. Didn't even include me. You're just kind of, <laughs> yeah, well, this, this is all starting like very slowly. <laughs> it's more so the social medias are going to likely come before any of the content. Cause I still need to get uh, a couple of things like uh, capture cards and whatnot. But Dude, very you can super. get a you can get a super cheap one on Amazon. I got one. I got a 4K cap card. Uh, shout out to Amazon, not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> I can't I think I got it for like forty bucks, not even. Um, nice. I haven't actually tested it out yet because I don't really know how, and I don't know what I want to test it with. I know I can hook it up to both the PC and the Xbox and stream and do whatever that way, but I think I might just use it for the PC. Um, with that being said, if you uh, you want to do fucking streams and shit, I'm down. Uh, Ollie, Hell yeah! You, you are always more than welcome to come. You don't yeah. necessarily need a capture card to come and and play. No, I'll join. Yeah, hell yeah! yeah if you absolutely. Want. I, I mean, like pick a pick a game we can we can toss with, and uh, yeah, hell yeah, we'll we'll do that. We'll put that out. Um, oh yeah, without a doubt. I was that was the idea anyway. Hell yeah! And then uh, we can we can even partner up with uh, um, Sean Fears' um, YouTube channel, Canadian Trash Gaming, which apparently is gaining some serious traction lately. Very um, nice. And, he, and he's been a collab project there. I like yeah, it. Yeah, and he's been bugging me for a while now to get some stuff put together to put up there, and I just have been lazy and forgetful. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, since I've already mentioned, we'll plug that too. Canadian Trash Gaming on YouTube. Uh, they don't have enough followers to have their own uh, YouTube designated address, so you will have to search them up. Canadian Trash Gaming. It's it's spelled exactly as it sounds, and it is exactly. As it sounds, it's a bunch of trash gamers who like to bust <laughs> their shit regardless. <laughs> um, did, did, Ryan, did you cover all your, your socials? Yep. Yeah, that's it for me. Awesome. Oliver, they want to find you on the internet. Yeah, again. So wherever you can find Ryan, you can find me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Instagram, Oliver.hruiz is the only place you can find me right now. Hell yeah. And that's okay, man. You don't have to get into the big social game. I just did it for, for exposure and hopefully we can push this, this podcast, whichever way. Um, mm -hmm. Speaking of me, um, 
<laughs> no, that sounded so so <laughs> conceited. I, I take that back. <laughs> we'll strike that for the record. Um, if you wanted to find me uh, on Twitter, uh, it's at the real Snurfin. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's just at Snurfin. Uh, and if you want to find the podcast as a whole and contact any one of us or offer up suggestion or just want to say hey or drop a like on some shit, by all means, you can find us uh, on Twitter and on Instagram at Nerdy Nomicron. And uh, yeah, that's all we have for the show. All right. Until next time, peace out. Peace. Thanks for listening.